With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go, hour two. It's a Monday live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Hope you had a great weekend. I was was home this weekend, working out, hanging out. He went to a big wine auction, J-Mac did, on Saturday night. Thought about going, but I I wanted clarity for tonight. (laughs) Be a little fuzzy for a couple days after that. Wine wine doesn't agree with me. I had a couple good cold beers over the weekend. I was able to rally from a hangover, slight hangover, and play in a Hoops League game last night. We wrecked some guys by 25. Our team is so stacked. Big showdown in two weeks with the other good teams. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> in your social circle. We're going to be 10 deep, going full court pressure. Wow, very... Remember the UNLV Rebels? The yeah. Rebels, the um, yeah, swarming? That's us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we call it Colin right, wrong, plenty of both. On a Monday, we are moving into June now and mid-June and the weather. It's a good time to be a sports fan. Here we go. Where Colin was right. Well, we said we felt the Nuggets were deeper, more talented, would win the game, the series in six, five, six games. They also cracked Miami's zone. One of the reasons we like Denver, we said that Eric Spolstra won't have the importance or the leverage that he did against Joe Missoula and the Celtics, where we felt Spo would win two or three games himself, a coaching mismatch. Michael Malone's very good. They've cracked the Miami zone. Nuggets are winning by an average of nine points. So where the coaching is much more of a draw, Spo's probably viewed as better. You know, he's got... He's got a lot of success in his wallet. Um, the coaching matchup kind of neutralizes Miami's edge, and Denver's just got more really good shot makers. Where Colin was wrong. Uh, Jamal Murray has almost elevated, I think, from Devin Booker, and I always considered him kind of the same guy, get points, but he's become a playmaker. He has 10-plus assists in each of his first four final games. That's never happened. Not even Magic Johnson did that. So that's that's record stuff. He's averaging over 23 a game, shooting over 41% from three. That's not staggering. He can score. That's never been a question. 
but he's became become a playmaker, and we always think of Jokic as the playmaker on this team. So between Jokic and Jamal Murray, both being elite scorers and elite playmakers, this is not just a good team, maybe not just a very good team. It becomes a great team very quickly. Where Colin was right. Well, we thought that Aaron Rodgers in New York would be challenged, would be more energized, and would probably work a little harder at OTAs. Well, what do you know? It's new, found, newly attentive, newly energized Aaron Rodgers, and here he was this weekend. The on-the-field stuff was really important as we start to work through some of the uh, adjustments and signals and just kind of being the other voice in the room with uh, with Hack uh, in the installs and in the QB room. Uh, you know, it was a lot of fun, actually. Um, the last six weeks have been about the most fun I've had in a while. So it's fun to come to work and be excited about what we're doing. Green Bay got stale. This Aaron, a much better version where Colin was wrong. I love Jimmy Butler. I consider him a go-to guy if you're in the finals, but uh, things have changed. It may be called Aaron Gordon, but he looks tired. Uh, He looks a little overwhelmed. His plus-minus is awful. Uh, He's averaging 21 per game and shooting like 35% from threes. So the reality is, as much as we like Jimmy Butler, it feels a little bit like Jason Tatum in the finals last year. A lot of minutes. Both ends, looks a little overwhelmed and tired. He looks gassed. Wrong on this one. Where Colin was right. Bryce Young has already been named starter for the Carolina Panthers. We're not even close to camp, right? That was my prediction that Frank Reich, really good offensive coach, understands how to deal with quarterbacks, didn't waste any time like the Bears did with Justin Fields, isn't getting in his way like Belichick is, not waiting to start him like Mike Tomlin, defensive coach, did with Kenny Pickett. Frank Reich gets offense, he gets quarterbacks, and Bryce Young was a three-year starter at a profoundly good high school in Southern California, a two-year starter with Bama in the SEC, five big years of football, a lot of reps, a lot of starting. He's ready to go where Colin was wrong. You know, I always thought if I was a wide receiver, the rigid defensive culture of New England would not be attractive. But the story this morning is DeAndre Hopkins has not only visited the Patriots, he's really interested. You know what? This works, it fits, and I kind of want to see it. I just don't think the Patriots have the pop to beat the Jets, the Bills, or the Dolphins in that division. And I think New England knows it. This would be a substantial move, and the kind of move I would love to see. Kind of surprised he's this close to going to New England. Where Colin was right. Defensive coaches, they can't help themselves. What did the Bills do this offseason? Did they try to finally shore up the offensive line? No. The Bills recently added Leonard Floyd and extended Ed Oliver. Defensive line help. Yet the offensive line remains the weakness. They now are spending the second most in the league on defense. They can't help themselves. The issue with this team, even against Cincinnati, they can't sustain drives. They're too Josh Allen dependent. The O-line and the run game are inconsistent. They did draft the tight end, Dalton Kincaid I like. They have also added to the running back room. But watch where teams with defensive coaches spend their money. Seattle, Pittsburgh, the Chargers, the Bills. They're not winning Super Bowls. 
Sometimes they just don't get it. They can't help themselves. Where Colin was right. The Live Tour has officially merged with the PGA Tour. I didn't have to agree with Saudi Arabia's history. Don't have to love everything about them, but stars matter. And when Phil Mickelson and Brooks Kepkin and Dustin Johnson left, I said, golf is in the TV business. Golf's in the entertainment business. Now that Tiger's no longer dependable in his prime, you need stars. They don't have them. They started losing money, reportedly multiple major sponsors, who also have connections doing business with Saudi Arabia, pulled out, and the PGA needed the LIV Tour because they needed their stars back. All right. Colin Wright, Colin Wrong. On a Monday, let's bring in Rick Buecher as we have the potential of the NBA season at least the basketball version on the floor ending tonight. Uh, you know, we made this comp that you would know well earlier in the show that Andrew Wiggins and Aaron Gordon, top five picks, go to a bad culture. Yeah. Teenagers asked to carry a franchise. Yeah. It's too much. Both good athletically, defensively, go to better cultures. And literally the, the Wiggins on Tatum last year is like, whoa. And then Gordon on Butler. and I think Aaron Gordon... It's one of the most valuable teammates. And I thought Wiggins last year and Gordon this year, yeah. he's become a huge problem for Miami. His length, his size, his physicality, has he not? No question. I mean, look, he's, he's the highest draft pick on that Denver Nuggets roster. He's the number four pick. And his willingness, and yet some guys can be picked high, but they're not franchise players. They're right. not cornerstone players. Uh, and so he's been put into the perfect role as the third guy, much like, like Wiggins, same situation. And sometimes you get guys that are, that are capable of doing that or willing to do that in order to win, and, and some guys aren't. They're stuck on, no, I'm a star, and it needs to be built around me, and they end up never getting close to a championship. I, David West, you remember David West, yeah, the power forward? He was paired with Chris Paul in New Orleans, and I think he played in Indiana. And then he, he went to San Antonio and Golden State. And I had a chance to talk to him about this very thing. And he goes, I realized that if I was one of the main two players, I was not good enough to win a championship. And I wanted to win a championship. So I was willing to take a lesser role and pick an organization where I thought that I could contribute. And I can't help but feel like Aaron has made the same decision. And now you get to see some of the talent that made him the number four pick and why Orlando thought he might be a cornerstone player. Because he can make those plays in certain situations. You just can't expect him to make it all the time with all the attention on him. You know, it's interesting. If you look at great teams, all-time great teams, mm -hmm. You generally have, you know, uh, you've got a transcendent star, a Duncan, an MVP level high end player, Tony Parker, mm. and then a perfect role player, mm -hmm. like an all time role player, Manu Ginobili. I'd flip, I'd flip Manu and Tony, but the point still made. Yes. Okay, and then e e even Shaq and Kobe, power score, perimeter score, and then very high end players who are known for other things. Yep. You start looking at Denver, mm -hmm. and they have mowed through the playoffs. <laughs> of the 16 teams, one yeah. has mowed through it. Yeah. You have arguably the most important player on the planet at center. Yep. Jamal Murray now is not only a scorer, he's an elite playmaker yep. and one of the best defensive players in the league.
Mm -hmm. If Brown and Michael Porter are end of the starting, you know, if they're rotational or end of the starting, are we looking at a great team? Yes. Yeah. And, and all of them are at the right age. I mean, they're all in their prime. Uh, Jokic is 27. Uh, I think Gordon is 27. I mean, all these guys are kind of in their late twenties. So yeah, they have that. They have this opportunity. They've also they've got a little bit of what Golden State had, which is they've changed the game. Like with a point center in Jokic, now I expect that teams are going to be looking yeah. to find seven athletic seven footers who might be able to match up with him to make the game difficult or find some sort of wrinkle that is going to have an answer for. Nikola Jokic. This is really interesting, and, I, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot. I'm putting myself on the spot because I'm trying to think of something really quick before I ask the question, but great teams not only change the game, mm-hmm. the Warriors, mm-hmm. the league literally goes, we got to copy that, mm-hmm. but great teams also end the previous dynasty. Golden State physically can't match up with this team. Right. They Draymond Green's too small for Jokic. It's almost like you knew Nirvana was legendary because they made <laughs> hair bands look silly. <laughs> like right, <laughs> like the hair band, you're like, no, no. Yeah. Like the Pearl Jams yeah. and the Nirvanas not only were great and changed the game to grunge, but they kind of made the previous rock stars look silly. Denver now, like if you're Golden State, you have to get bigger. Mm-hmm. You cannot compete mm-hmm. with this team, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, then that's where. Uh, Joe Lacob's confidence that we can do this again or we can replace all the pieces. It's like, no, you don't, you can't replace the pieces. I mean, maybe you can, but that's not going to get you there. You have to reinvent yourself. And I just don't think that there's enough credit given to how lucky the Warriors were that everything came together the way it did. They didn't construct Draymond, Clay, and Steph with an overview of what they were going to become, <laughs> that they were going to become the great small ball team. Right. I mean, they they signed DeAndre Jordan, if I'm not mistaken, to an offer sheet. Yeah, right? right. They went after Tyson Chandler, and Tyson Chandler's nah, you guys, you guys aren't good enough. So they for were going to right? go big. Yeah, they went after Dwight Howard. I mean, they tried to do that. They tried to hire Stan Van Gundy. I think, they, in fact, they offered him the job. So. This idea that the you know that there was some master plan to get Steve Kerr and like all of that, no, it it came together and it was a very unique combination. And I would say, in some ways, the same with the the Nuggets. Like they didn't know what they had in Jokic. They didn't know they didn't know Gordon would be. This they didn't good. know Aaron Gordon would accept this role. I read, like I read one of the assistant coaches saying, "We knew he was good. We had no idea it was this good." Yeah. Or and and, and the, here's the biggest thing. When you're when your your top pick when you're when the number four not your pick but the number four pick in a draft drafted higher than anybody else lottery pick says I'm I'm willing to be a defensive stopper I'm willing to play a role that was Wiggins I'm willing yes I'm willing to come in and do this the message that sends everybody else is as powerful as Kobe going to the the redeem team and going hey no you know what don't worry about getting me shots. I'm just going to defend. And everybody's like, what? Oh, this guy, all he cares about is winning. That's the message that Aaron, that's the most powerful message that Aaron Gordon could send to the Denver Nuggets for a team, by the way, that really outside of KCP, none of these guys have ever won a ring. That's, that's the most amazing part of this. Like 
They're figuring it out as they go collectively. Right. Never and and KCP's was in the in the bubble, which is totally different than like, okay, so how do we deal going on the road and hostile environment and up whatever you are? Like they have no previous knowledge of how this works, and yet they found a way to get it done. Yeah, they are really of the sixteen playoff teams, they are rolling. They are rolling and it's why if I'm, if I'm anybody, if I'm Damian Lillard, I'm anybody in the like I'm you know what, Denver, Sacramento, Memphis, with Denver clearly above those others, but there are some young teams coming in the West, and I look at the East as being the most vulnerable. Yeah, it it is interesting when you when you look at the great teams all time. They not only excel, but they make the previous dynasty look small, fragile. Uh, misguided, poorly constructed. Yep. I look at Golden State against this team, and I'm like, oh, it's not close. Yeah. Like that, none of your tricks work against this team. It's also it's the chemistry of this team. Like yeah. everybody is happy in their roles. Nobody's, you know, even Michael Porter Jr., who has struggled. Right. I see him trying to rebound because his shot's not falling. Yeah. I, the, you can't put a price on guys that are willing to put their egos aside and say, how can I help us get there? Yeah. I, I want to talk about, uh, I said this, Chris Paul makes $5 million a year with State Farm, $8 million a year Jordan Brand, made $360 million or close to it with money. Mm-hmm. He's becoming the best guy never to win a title. And when I hear Woj say it's the Warriors are in the conversation or I hear somebody say it's the Lakers and people say, well, you can get a, you can get him for a steal. Yeah. A, I don't buy that. Yeah. Uh, the idea the Lakers would say, we're going to pay you nothing, come off the bench. Not going to work. Yeah. But I don't think those fit. There are t- I think Phoenix, actually, if he came back at a reduced role, it fits for him. Mm-hmm. I, think it, I, I think Phoenix is perfect. They don't, you know what? He's not a great defender anymore, but they've got a rim defender. You can mm-hmm. go find somebody mm-hmm. in the market. Um, when you hear the Chris Paul stuff, it, it feels like, I want to say, Chris, you made enough money. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, you've made half, you made $500 million or close to it. Whatever you made, $400 million. Yep. Go choose the team, the roster that needs you, not the brand play, the Warriors and the Lakers. Yeah, I, that makes sense, especially at this point in his career. I mean, I think he's going to be 38 yeah. next year. Like, I do think Phoenix works. Phoenix works. I would say Boston would work. Yes. Right? But it's got, it has to be someplace a little bit like what the Clippers' idea was, which is if we, just, if we, ha- we know some of our talent – is injury prone. But if we have enough of it, we don't have to play them 75 games to make the, the, the playoffs. We can play them 55-60 and have them ready for the postseason. And if they're healthy at the right time, we're good. That's what Chris Paul... Chris Paul has done everything he can to maximize his physical ability at his advanced age, much like LeBron. But there's just a point where there's only so much you can do. And there's only so much you can squeeze out of that stone. And, and, and he's at that point. So, yeah, some place where they can preserve him for the end of the year yeah. is the place that he needs to go. And I think Phoenix is potentially that. Boston. Boston is potentially that. Uh, you know, after that, it's hard to imagine him having the right size role, a role big enough that he feels like I am contributing and I'm meaningful. Because he's already taken a major pay cut if he goes to these places. Then you're asking him to come off the bench? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't and, work for me. Yeah, No, it's, it's, 
And I don't, I don't, and at this point, I don't know whether he's willing to take that huge pay cut. Everybody just assumes right. uh, we will see. He's going to no matter what because he loses half of his salary that he was due this next season. One of the only advantages in any sport to getting rolled, mm. like in a finals yeah. or a big conference finals. Now, Boston didn't get rolled, so Boston's probably telling themselves the Celtics, let's bring it back. Yep. But when you get like Milwaukee, Oh my God, rolled early. Yeah. We got to rearrange the deck chairs. Yep. Miami's getting rolled here and they're, they're shrinking if they lose tonight. And the one thing that feels really obvious to me is I love their defensive guys. I love their culture. Yeah. They need a shooter. Yep. So the Dame thing works, right? I, 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 the more I thought about it, the more it's perfect for both ends. And I have been one who oh, has both said, ends. yes, because I've said that Damien, like, Damien shouldn't have to go ring chase. If he didn't want to ring chase, if he wants to stay in Portland, people don't understand how much he's giving up if he leaves Portland to go to the Lakers or Philadelphia right, 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 right. or some of these other top teams. But if he goes into Miami, no one's going to dispute that he's the biggest star on that team. That's the benefit of what's happening with Jimmy Butler right now. Like Damien, Damien doesn't lose the opportunity to be number one because uh, that, that's what he has in Portland. Whatever Portland's, I mean, you look at what he's paid, the endorsements he has, yeah. the shoe deal he has. It's requisite with guys like, well, it's greater than Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns, right. Paul George, guys, guys who have basically done as much as he has, but he's done it and gotten all the credit because he's been the guy in one place doing it. So the reason that it works for Portland is because he's going to make. 50 million each of the next two years and an average i think of like 60 million the two years after that again i mentioned all those teams in the west is portland playing for a title no, no matter what they do no. with this number three pick their best their best players after him are all kids so at this point you got the number three pick it seems like the ideal time to hit the reset and to open up the books, and if you can move, you can move Damian's money out. Get Tyler Hero. You wouldn't Tyler, Tyler Hero, Hero, Gabe Vincent, uh, probably Kyle Lauer to make the numbers work or whatever. I, like, and most Portland people are going to go for Damian. Are you kidding me? It's like, look, Damian has given you years of service. Also in the history of the league, when you trade a star, you lose the deal. So I mean, you do. Yes. So yes. the the best you can hope for yes. is the number three player becomes a star in four years. Yep. But in the short term, you always lose the deal. Yep. Long term, you have a chance to make it up if draft picks hit. Yep. And and the other part is, you do a solid by Damian. If uh, uh, this has Damian saying, "I want out and I want to go to Miami." Yeah. Then you can make that work for less. And I think Portland would have to do if it. If Miami did that. People, people in Portland right now are pulling their yeah, hair again, out, man. They're going but insane. You don't have to give up your three pick. Tyler <laughs> yep. Hero is a shot maker. You've needed a wing forever. Go get one. Yep. There's ways to make this less painful. Yep. And again, if the number three player becomes Scoot Henderson, yep. you got yep. your point guard, yep. or guard yep. for the future. Yep. So you'll lose, you'll lose for the first two years of a trade. You can win year three on if the draft picks hit. Yeah, so, and I look, if you're, if you're, I mean, looking at the West, I talked about how strong it is at the top, but the rest of it's soft. You can still, you can still make the playoffs with a, with a young, aggressive yeah. team. There's, there's, and uh, again, like, you get that money off of your books, and you can turn the page, and the expectations are reduced. 
And, and again, the, the bottom line is, like, are you going to get any further with Damien at this point? No. So, you know, turn the page. Move on and do, do right by a guy who's done right by if you. If Miami went and got him. I put him right at the top. So I, I think we all do. Yeah. I think everybody kind of feels like it's exactly what they need. Yep. The standards are high. Dame's a world-class guy. He he is what they need. And you and by the way, you got a couple of young shooters that you probably don't want to resign that would yep. make it work. Well, not only that, but the East. I mean, look at Boston. I'm, so if Miami I think they're made flawed. the move, yeah. does Boston stay put? That's a great question. Because Miami That's is a great question. absolutely better with Dame. I would say no, they would not. They would do something. Now, they might not do something right away. They might wait till the trade deadline. But Brad Stevens has demonstrated that he's reluctant to yes. change. Any, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add pieces to my roster. I'm going to add pieces to my coaching staff. Like I'm going to patch what I have as opposed to rip something off and replace it. So I, in, in most cases, I would think you would have to have an answer. But I would not be surprised if Boston didn't. But Milwaukee, Milwaukee needs to do something. Like that, that, that's what I like about Dame going to the East is that the team, the top teams, Philadelphia, who knows if they've got James Harden. Uh, around Giannis, Milwaukee is old. Boston's core two, I'm not convinced, is a championship core. And Miami has demonstrated what they can do with less. Man, I just think if you add Damian to that, who fits their culture so perfectly. Yeah. I, and his weakness can be masked. He's not a good defensive player. That's okay. Butler and Bam are. Yeah. That's not their issue. And, and it's not for lack of effort. effort. I would imagine Miami will make him a better defensive player. Rick Buecher, I was going to call you for cigars last night. I was oh, sitting there at 530, and I didn't go to the wine auction with old uh, bougie guy over here, so <laughs> I thought, I want to have cigars. I was going to make a cocktail, <laughs> call you over. And then I'm an idiot because we can't tonight because we need clarity right. to watch the game. Yes, tomorrow night. Tomorrow at night, the herd grotto. We're we're, we're on. What are you? Are you? Are you you're uh, you're firing up the grill. I'll fire up the grill. I'll provide the uh, cigars. Really? Yeah. Now I'm going to go all in. If you didn't live down there in Bougieville, I live up here with the did, regular did folks. Did you just say the herd grotto? Yeah. The last time I heard Grotto was associated with the Playboy Mansion. Well, is there something popping off that it, it I need has to know nothing about? To do, it, it's not similar to that, I can assure you. Of all yeah. the Grottos, that's the one that's least like my house. Let me. Can I hit you with a random, random, random uh, one? First, I need to know, were you, were you, did you drink before you played last night? I did not. I no. drank Saturday night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, uh, how about this one? Udoka is now coaching in Houston. Yes. Let's say they whiff on Harden. And yes. they whiff on this Kyrie Irving nonsense that your buddy Mark Stein is floating, which is total garbage, by the way. Um, now he's what if Udoka says, I want to get one of my guys from Boston. I'm going to go get Jalen Brown. I'm going to make Jalen Brown my one, and I'm going to see if I can put together a poo-poo platter for Boston of Kevin Porter, Sengun, and the fourth pick, and like whatever else salaries. Is that something Brad Stevens would entertain? Kevin Porter could be like a bench guy. He'll fall in line. Sengun, a smart, cerebral big who's in the mold of Jokic, but not quite there. Is that something? Plus the fourth overall pick. Could Boston be entertained? That's it because Horford's getting old. Good Lord. That's a Wait, lot. Is that a lot to give up? That a, that's a lot to give up. Sengun, Porter, and four for Jalen Brown? Yeah. Sengun. Jalen Brown's a second team. Sengun is legit. Ah. And the number four pick, that's that feels like a lot. If I'm... I mean, they still got Jabari Smith. They got Jalen Green. You can't win with kids in this league. Houston's eight years from a title if these guys hit. 
I I understand that, but we're now anointing Jalen Brown as some well, vanguard okay, veteran who's going to lead arguably, the team. Like, he wasn't make, Brown arguably the second best player in the finals, or maybe like one B to to Tatum last year? Well, he you know what a turnover to assist. Uh, he's yeah. I think, That's and he's also not as good defensively as he. It feels like three years ago he's a better defender. I like him a lot. Yeah, I don't like him. I that. like him. I like him a lot too. I just like second we're team elevating, All NBA. We're elevating him to cornerstone of I, team. We don't know what he can be. If you could take tomorrow Jamal Murray or a Jalen Brown, who would you take? I would take Jamal Murray. He's a better offensive I, you player. Know, I love Jamal Murray, but he, this, it's an offensive league. Well, if he's your number one, though, I don't know how dominant you are. What six foot three That's guards fair. are dominant That's in the fair. league? That's fair. You know. When That's you got right. Jokic, it's nice. But yeah. again, again, this go like the Warriors comparison. Like you can take individuals and take them apart and go, they're not nearly as good individually. Yeah. But you put them together. You put Jokic and Murray together. Yeah. And now you have something special. Oh, it's it's all time stuff. The once Jamal Murray becomes not only a scorer, but like Jokic, he's now a playmaker. That that's a great team. It's that's a both guys are ten plus assists and yeah. twenty three points. Like. Okay, now we're talking about like all-time stuff. That just doesn't happen. People, people don't go crazy when I make this comparison because I'm not saying that Jamal Murray is Steph. But I saw Steph go through the same evolution in terms he was a scorer. And then KD comes in mm. and Clay blows up. And Steph really wanted to prove that he could be a point guard, not just a scoring guard. And it changed the way you had to play against him. I've seen Jamal Murray go through that same evolution in these playoffs because he was—he's shown me things about being able to play make when he can't score and still impact the game and even defensively. I thought he was Devin good. Booker, and then I'm like, well, Devin Booker's not that. Like he feels like he and Devin Booker's great, but it feels like I always felt they were scorers, and that's no. kind of what they were—not great defenders. Yeah, that's a good. But yeah. once he's a playmaker and a scorer, it's like okay, that's a different player. Yes. That's yes. a different level if, than Booker. And if and if Devin could take that next step as a playmaker, I think he'd be even better than Jamal because I think athletically he's yes. He's, Devin, he's, when Devin gets going, like Jamal, you put and you saw it in the last game. Yeah, like they trapped him. You can take him away yes. as a scorer. Right. Yes, you right. Can. I don't know that you can take Devin away you as a can. scorer. Well, but right? if yeah. you move off from Chris Paul, doesn't Booker maybe go into the Jamal Murray role in Phoenix? I don't know uh, Frank Vogel's history. Does he want like the big combo guard, um, um, or does he like a pure point guard to le- run the show? The league is moving more into a positionless league. It has for ten years. Yeah. I mean, Austin Reeves isn't a pure point. Lakers love no. him. He's yep. a guard. Yep. He just can do off ball with ball. He's just yep. kind of a guard. Yep. You you have to be able to do both at a high level for your team to go someplace. All right. Tomorrow night, the Grotto. Set. I can't wait to find out what kind of cigars we're having. Oh yeah, we don't. We don't uh, uh, like your wine auction. We don't do second tier. I'm out. I'm out on tomorrow, guys. Sorry, I have to take out the trash <laughs> and um, fold laundry. So one more herd. The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. The Nikki Glaser podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser podcast on America's number one podcast network iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser podcast to start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Good to have you in today. Simply Safe never rests on its laurels. laurels. Two for one smoking CO detector. Check it out. SimplySafeColin.com, 20% off. J Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. All right, let's get to uh, some news uh, on the NBA front. Just breaking here. Uh, Tyler Hero is expected to return tonight. He's been upgraded to questionable. Uh, Wojnarowski is saying he will suit up. And Miami maybe gets a a 20-point-a-game score for Game 5 in hopes of a Hail Mary comeback. Good luck. Hero's been out since the first round with a broken hand. So, Colin, two ways to look at this. So, this is a guy they gave a four years, $120 million to. Remember, Tyler Hero. So... A lot of Dame trade speculation. Right. Could this be a Tyler Hero showcase game? Hey, well, hey, by the way, remember this guy. He's really good. Wait, it's so funny you mention that. Because I don't... Did I bring this up to you last week? I think they were worried about playing him. Mm-hmm. Their feeling was if he comes out and does not look ready to go, Portland's going to be like, mm. the guy can't play. So I think what they're saying tonight is he may play. He's ready. If they don't play him... And they lose, they can say to Portland, he was ready to play. Yeah. He's not. If he never sniffs playing, Portland can say, we got damaged goods. How do we know he'll ever be the same? So saying we may play him and not playing him is is enticing. Yeah. Playing him and he lays an egg tonight and goes three for 18, yeah. Portland's like, he ain't the same guy and we are not. We don't want him in the deal. And there's the risk of re-injury. You know, you don't want an injury. Ru- he's rushed back. I mean, I don't know how long it takes. I've never had a broken hand. Have you, Elliot? I don't know. Nope. What is that? Like, is that? He's been out only for like six weeks. Um, he rushes back, gets hurt again. And then, he, then, like you said, damaged goods. Like Tyler Hero is on the trade docket to me because this team doesn't lack shooting. But what they lack is star power. Dame is that. Tyler Hero's not. So my takeaway is Tyler's going to be in a trade pack. Very likely. I guess the pushback from Portland would be, do we really need another guard? You know, we shipped C.J. McCollum out. Now we're getting rid of Dame. We got Shaden Sharp. We got Simons. What are we doing with another guard? That's the Portland argument. Well, the the dynasty for the Warriors, they have several guys who could shoot. Uh, 
I think it's a legitimate argument. I, if you're Portland, do you say, you know what? Uh, we would love to do a deal. Bam Adebayo must be in it. When you're ready to put well, him in, call me back. Not, that's not nearly as attractive. I want <laughs> Bam, Butler, and Dame. That's a title team. But you got to have size in the East because you got Giannis. Yeah. You got Embiid. And you may have to play Jokic again. You can't go tiny. If you want to win championships, Bam Adebayo becomes really valuable. Like a big, can run, plays hard, excellent defender. And there is the crazy scenario where Hero comes in, goes off for 27 points, Heat steal a win in Denver. Oh, look, Tyler, here's the reason we're bad. Even if they lost, if he scored 27, it's like, this guy's a bucket. bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, next up, let's go to Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard trade rumors. Uh, Plenty of teams have been thrown around about possible trade partners. Um, and the biggest one is uh, one NBA exec is saying the Phoenix Suns, the Phoenix Suns, with Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, somehow could acquire Dame Lillard. Uh, Colin, I just, I, I, I've been looking at the Suns roster. It doesn't work. What do they have that will over one? Well, the other thing is, Booker's not an elite defender. Either is Aiton. Kevin Durant is limited because of games played. They can't have a defensive liability. Yeah. Like, that. that's not what they need. What they need, you know, they're not going to get it. What they need is an Aaron Gordon. And then Phoenix is, they need a defense. You can't win right now if you're Phoenix. So, Aiton will become a better defender because of Frank Vogel. Yeah. That And that's, by the way, that's where Chris Paul does have some value staying in Phoenix. He can defend in spots. Okay, uh, it, hold on. If I'm Portland and Miami calls me and says, hey, Tyler Hero's yours. And if I'm Phoenix and I call Portland, I say DeAndre Aiton is in the package. Who would you rather have? For Portland, Aiton going forward or Hero going forward? Different positions. I think I like... Mm. I'd like Aiton's size. Really? He runs the floor. He's not a great... DeAndre Aiton can give you 15, 16 a game. He's size. You know, big matters now. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at Denver, and I keep coming back to this. If you're watching Denver in the West, they're not getting smaller. Like, this is this the new small ball? This is the new tall ball. You can't get through the West. Jokic, Porter, Gordon, small so, ball to tall ball. Their length is a nightmare if you're a small say, team. I've been holding on to this, and I, I was going to drop it during Buker. So, you mentioned two guys who were top five picks who were instrumental. Wiggins moves on. Huge as like a number three. He was a number one in Minnesota. Yeah. And um, who's Aaron Gordon was a number one in Orlando. Now he's like a three. There's one other guy who was top five in that era who is clearly not a number one, but, man, he could be good. Who? Carl Anthony Towns in Minnesota. He ain't a one. We know that. He's big. Put him in New York. Hit- oh, my gosh. So I, think, I think that's the kind of guy you, if you're Phoenix. By the way, New York, the, the Knicks actually, I like their roster. They've got it. Now, they got these Obi Toppin. they got a lot of guys. Cam Reddish. They can play. they got guys. So but, my takeaway is Carl Anthony Towns probably has moved out of his prime. But Jalen well, Brunson. No, no, he's still in his prime. But the problem is he didn't look great next to Gobert. There was the Anthony Edwards emerging as the to best me, player the on the team. To me, the Knicks and Carl Anthony Towns, like. But what are you, you going to give? Like, Randall's coming off ankle surgery. You might be ready for training camp. Nobody knows he's taking him. Um, now, I, here's the other one. If I'm Portland, do I say, can we get a Hail Mary, bring on Carl Anthony Towns, Cat and Damian Lillard? Well, do we have something? Interesting. I see it. The Warriors, to me, is Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, he is going to be in high because demand. Because Mike Conley's 100 years. I like Mike Conley, but he's like 37. <laughs> yeah. So they have Ant Edwards as the two. You have Gobert as your one. Or you know, you're, you're seven. Seven, yeah. Okay, so it's like you're losing Carl Anthony Towns. What you need is scoring at guard and youth. Jordan Poole, Moses Moody, Peyton. Like, to me, there's a surplus of guards 
in Golden State. It's it's time to kind of get out of small ball. Like I think small ball back to the big era. I I would just go get a big that can score. Golden State gets Carl Anthony Towns with Draymond, Wiggins, Steph, and then you have to get rid of Jordan Poole. I mean, you can say what you want about Minnesota. They need shooting. Do they not? Jordan Poole yeah. can hit shots. I mean, they just, they didn't look, they look just, like, I don't think they know what they want to be. They have Gobert, but then he wasn't playing. There was the incident with the teammate, Kyle Anderson. They were also missing two, uh, the wing who punched me, the wall and let, broke his hand. Yeah, let me ask, yeah, he's a good player. He's good. Uh, at McDaniels, maybe? I, I'm spacing right now. Nas, um, Nas Reed was hurt also. He's yeah. a, like, you can get good stuff from him. Like, Minnesota's not far. No, no, Minnesota's got athletes in length. Jordan Poole and Ann Edwards. How's that backcourt? It's very offensive heavy. <laughs> okay, but that's the league. The, the, the league is an off. I mean, yeah. the, the bottom line is Denver's got better offensive players. You could argue the Heat have better defensive yeah. players. What's the finals and look so like? Next week, the draft is uh, next Thursday. I think Dame's got to be moved before the draft because Portland's holding on to that high pick. Woo! Like, I, I think the next, you know, nine days Woo! are going to be kind of spicy. Um, spicy. Final story. Got to go back to the good football team in New York City, the Jets. Aaron Rodgers building chemistry all offseason. Yeah. Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson were massive last year. Aaron Rodgers is so geeked about how they could maybe be the best at their position one day. The thing I like and that I'm encouraging is, you know, more communication across the ball. We got... Uh, at some point, you know, possibly uh, the best corner and the best receiver in the NFL uh, is a legit possibility, I think, for those two guys. Maybe not this upcoming year. I still think Devontae is in a league of his own. But uh, but those two kids are so talented. But I want to see just more communication between with the whole team. That's how we take the next step is to, to talk about the things that give us the most issues, uh, to talk about release issues and also what, what's hard on Garrett. And then Sauce, you know, telling Garrett what's hard on him. So, but I think right now we got good communication with those guys. They battle, they compete. Exciting times, very exciting. I mean, when the Jets traded up for Sanchez, like it was exciting. When the Jets had Favre, pretty exciting. Although I was in a different era in my Jets fandom, it wasn't. I was living in New yeah. York, but I was like single and trying to be like a playboy, you know, trying yeah, to yeah, be sure, cool. Sure, yeah. Um, now, I'm like a grown-up kid. I'm all in this Aaron Rodgers stuff. Remember, I didn't love him two months ago. You remember on the show? I know. But, I'm hey, he's our quarterback now. He's QB1. You've grown into it. Yeah. J-Mac with the news. <laughs> well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Irish Spring. Wake up. Fresh, clean scent. Sensational Irish Spring suds. Filling up the shower. Look for Irish Spring at your local retailer today when the spring hits you. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You know why I'm rooting for the Denver Nuggets tonight, <laughs> J-Mac? Because if the Denver Nuggets win, it'll be one of the better NBA playoff runs in recent memory, like historic. They're just mowing through everybody, and we will have ourselves – they're not. They're a target. They'll be a great NBA team. Like when Milwaukee won, our only question was they could win a bunch of these. They could do the Spurs, but then they got old really quick. And there's also a feeling like Milwaukee's not that attractive for players, you know, free agents. Denver's a great city. I mean, you got baseball and hockey and football. And I mean, Russell Wilson chose Denver. That's where he wanted to go. Peyton Manning, his entire family grew up in the South, New Orleans. He played all over the country. He chose to live in Denver. Like, I, I've never met anybody that lives in Denver who doesn't like living in Denver. You got Aspen, the, you know, you got the Rockies, the skiing, great golf, great high desert weather. Do we have our, I would, if Denver rolls through it, you start looking around at what Jamal Murray and Jokic and Gordon, and you're like, you have elite pieces all in their prime. This could be like a four to five year run of multiple titles. That makes sports, like next year, I'm like, this is the team. We got yeah. ourselves a potential dynasty. Interesting. I've never been to Denver as a city. What if you don't like skiing? I do not like skiing. It doesn't skiing. matter. It's great golf. The, the weather's great because you can be snow one day and sunny the next. I, I, don't, I don't want snow in my life, though. I like sun. So what are the good months to go to Denver? Just the summer? Almost all of them. No humidity in the summer, high desert. It's Should I buy real estate there? You're giving me the hard sell on Denver. Last no, week just, it was this this Dell's place somewhere <laughs> in Wisconsin, and uh, I had to Google that over the weekend, and now it's Denver. No, Denver's a great place. Move the show to Denver. We'll do more Broncos No, 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 no. I'm not leaving. 
Actually, the tax, what are the tax situations? It's the herd. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.